All right, another special edition of Borderline. Alongside Bernie Neighbors, I'm Jeff McCarriger. This is episode number 45, which means, I mean, we've only taken a couple of weeks off, I think. I think we took one, maybe two weeks off. So we we are like approaching one year. One year, man. Can you believe it? No. I mean, so, yeah. So in November, what did we start in November? Did no, we, we started start? earlier. We started. We yeah, started like uh, October. October. Yeah. So we had to have taken a couple weeks off, but yeah. 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 So we, took, we, we took are. a couple weeks off around the holidays. Christmas. Though, yeah. 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 Nuts, man. So we've got a. Uh, th- this is going to be kind of a hybrid episode. So this is a regular weekly episode. So we'll we'll discuss our regular weekly topics. But we also have another special reveal that we're going to do here in this week's episode. But but before we talk about who we're going to talk to and what we're going to reveal. Is this, is this truly a reveal? Like really does nobody know about this? Ah, that's a good question. I don't know what's been leaked. You know what I mean? It seems like, I feel like there's a lot of people who don't know about this. Genuinely are a lot of people that don't know. And I think there are genuinely people that aren't going to, that don't think what we're going to reveal is going to be the reveal. Does that make sense? Yeah. I, I, and I agree. I think there's a lot of people who there are still some big question marks about this reveal. And I'm surprised. Maybe it's just because we've known for a little while. Yeah. But, but the, I, the fact that this is not out there yet. Yeah. Uh, I'm shocked. Like I checked just before we came on today just to make sure that there wasn't anything out there about it. And the fact that this has stayed under wraps for several days now, um, I, I'm thankful. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I didn't, I didn't think it was going to be possible to keep this yeah, a secret. We're lucky considering what the last week has been as far as all the reveals, right? Yeah, there's been been a ton of reveals this week already. Uh, some big names put together, some strange pairings, and some pairings that make perfect sense. And quite frankly, when we get to this reveal, I think it makes sense. I think it makes perfect sense. I do too. I do too. I would have been I would have been shocked if it was anything but what we're going to reveal. I don't know if I'd have been shocked. I, I, I was kind of thinking after the season ended that it might, there might, you know, things might be different than what we're going to see. But uh, yeah, I guess maybe shocked is a bad word. Maybe I wouldn't have been shocked, but I would have wondered why. Right. Right. Which uh, might really, be a giveaway. Yeah. <laughs> right. Maybe. I don't know. But again, a lot of people, I mean, a lot of people are kind of, kind of wondering. So yeah, speaking of, re- speaking of reveals, and me being left out of stuff. Not that we're talking about that, but I'm just going to throw it out there. Left <laughs> yes, out of the fantasy draft. Left out of the trip to Universal with the company. Uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. I mean, the list goes on and on. Left out of the Uber back to the hotel. <laughs> you, I told uh, you we were Shamar. leaving, man. Yeah, it's time to go. And but anyway, I, quote, I, I, got, and I, I got left out of the Universal trip. But I also didn't want to spend up. A day riding rides in 110 degree heat. Either I did. I wanted to go, I, and and I and I was waiting. I was waiting for someone to you know let's say let's go. I didn't want to go by myself and be a freaking loser walking around Universal Studios by myself. Uh huh. Uh huh. So, and I quote from Tom Gustafson's Facebook page: "Don't forget to tune in to the American Cornhole League live stream Monday night as I get to join Trey Ryder." Jeff McCarriger and Bernie Neighbors to reveal my partner for the upcoming season. Yeah, what's that and, all and, about? And if I do recall, I think it was just Trey and Bernie, and there was no invite. So, Tom, yeah. 
thank you for including me on your Facebook post and for Bernie and Trey, go to hell. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> not, that's bitter. Uh, I, I think that uh, Trey left you out, man. It's all Trey. That's that's my story. I'm sticking to it. I get. I got. In, I was surprised. I got invited. He had Anthony Ione on there. So oh, I was, great. Okay, so Anthony got invited too. <laughs> just 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 pile on there, brother. Yeah, man. Every everybody but you. I, I think we were going to invite Sydney and Cat, but they couldn't make it. Mish. So. I'm sure they were all there. <laughs> yep, I'm sure they were all there. Just like the Universal trip, you son of a bitch. I wasn't there. I didn't go on the Universal trip. I wanted no part of the Universal. Still, you were invited. You was just I? didn't go. I, yes. No one, no one talked invited. to me about it. You were invited. <laughs> Wouldn't I know if I was invited? We we went and watched football that day, I believe. Yeah. Well, I was I not invited. I can't remember Those what day that was. Those facts we know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right, how was, bad, your, how, how, was, how was your week? Let's, uh, all right, so you, you got, to, I mean, as far as I, things going on in your, oh, by the way, in this episode, by the way, and again, you know, I, I keep forgetting, for, for people out there who, who don't know, who just kind of follow the podcast and like to listen, we, I, again, truly appreciate those listeners out there. So this reveal we're doing right now is the off-season, technically, for professional cornhole. And during this off-season, it basically becomes free agency because, um, and I'm sure at some point we're going to get to multi-year contracts, but right now the doubles partners at the pro level who are playing together to make all this money uh, pretty much just signed one-year contracts. We might be getting to multi-year contracts soon. I'm not sure. But right now it's pretty much just year to year. So it sets up a kind of fun scenario where at the end of each year, it's just a free-for-all free agency market for about yeah. for about a month until the season starts. So that's why you're seeing and hearing us talk about these reveals, and that's why we've got another another big one today. But so There's, speaking of cornhole, yeah. Um, have you started the college tour yet? Or are you going? I, I go this weekend. I go. I will be. The tour has started. My I go to two events. I go to uh, uh, Notre Dame, North Carolina this weekend in Chapel Hill, and then I'm going to Ohio State, Penn State, uh, Halloween weekend in Happy Valley. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Nice. So right, those so are talk my real two. quick about these tours. So what what is the what is the ACL doing? I think you guys did this last year. Yep. And, last I mean, couple can, years. Where, where can they find you guys? You know, what what do you guys? I play you ACL. You know, go to I play ACL backslash college. You're going to see the tour dates will be on that page. Uh, I don't have them committed to memory since I'm not going to all of them, and it got changed a little bit at the beginning of the season, for the beginning of the tour. So, but there's ten stops, and what on Friday night before the games, there is a college qualifier on campus. We, uh, we have now partnered with Learfield IMG College. They've gotten in contact with kind of their local people and the campus rec folks at, at the uh, host schools nice. for our, our tour stops. And we have a qualifier for the college event there. And so normally how that works, let's say, for example, we're in Chapel Hill this weekend. Let's say some kids from East Carolina come over and win it. You know, Then they would automatically qualify, but we still take the best team from the host school. So theoretically, you could get two, two teams to qualify per school, per per stop. And so we okay. have we have these stops going on basically the rest of the college football season. That's awesome. Uh, le- leading up to our college national championships in Myrtle Beach over New Year's. So. Oh, so is it going to be Myrtle Beach, or is it going? Are we going somewhere else? Because I heard as that far maybe as we're I, going. I, yeah, as far as I know, it's still Myrtle Beach. I know that there were some okay. thoughts about it being somewhere else. It, I could be wrong. I'm not as heavily involved in the college program as I used to be. So, you know, I'm here right, with speaking, you, man. Speaking of college and speaking of being left out, so you, so do you actually get to go to the games this year? Or are you actually going to get to go? What? Come on. 
I mean, unless IMG comes up with tickets, which apparently it's they do IMG. not. It's IMG. I would, sure I would think there's plenty of tickets to get, but they are not. That is not part of the deal. Well, StubHub. StubHub. Hop yeah. on StubHub. Get a couple yeah. tickets. You got to go. You're going to some big-time games. You got to at least go to the game. I would love to. I don't, I don't make the money you do, man. I can't afford to pay, go on StubHub and pay hundreds of dollars <laughs> for a ticket. So right. I, I'll just be there kind of walking around. I'll, you know, I might make my way up to Franklin Street after our activation is done. And, and then I forgot to say then on Saturdays, the day of the game, usually about three and a half, four hours before the start of the game, we have an activation set up. Normally, because it is Learfield IMG and they own the spaces around, you know, the university's uh, uh, fields and stadiums. So the activation pieces, which uh, Hellman's is the big sponsor for that this year. So Hellman's will be getting out lots of pub will be, for example, we'll have a legend piece. For each stop, Eric Ebron will be joining us at this stop. Former Tar Heel great Eric Ebron played in the NFL for about a decade. So okay. he'll be there to join us. We have Adrian Johnson will be the pro. Hopefully other pros will stop nice. by. They were they were just at Texas A&M last weekend. Yeah. And then you had a lot of that Texas crew was there. Uh, AJ, Deborah Odom, and a few others were there kind of helping out. So it's a lot of fun. And then, you know, the activation piece – is really for the general public to kind of come up, play some open play cornhole, uh, get their picture taken with the legend if they want. And then we have a challenge piece, you know, as far as maybe an airmail challenge to win some swag while we're there. And then a big board giveaway. So some uh, uh, boards that are uh, certified by the NCAA and the university. So legitimate University of North Carolina boards will be given away. So it's 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 Good, a, it's, a, it's, it. it's it's a big deal. Yeah. The only problem is, and as much as I love Chapel Hill, not a great tailgating town. And so is that like right? The, I didn't know that. There's just not parking. You know, like a lot of the stadiums yeah. just have this giant swath of parking spaces around the stadiums. There's there's nowhere to park. Keenan Stadium is right in the middle of campus. Yeah. And there's not you know big parking built out for it. So it's not like you can just. There's people tailgating all around, but there's not just giant areas where people are going nuts, unfortunately. But we're in what's called the Tar Hill Village, so we'll we'll be right in the middle of it. It's <laughs> kind just, of you're just it. loving it. You oh, are yeah. absolutely loving it. You, yeah, we, yeah. we could go for the next fifty minutes. You're just talking about this whole North Carolina tailgate. I, I, you know, it's funny. As much as I love it, and as much as I their program, I, I just I'm not sold on it. I'm never I'm never going to buy in again until I see it. You know, they're 3-0. and Like, yeah, who have they played? Yeah. You know, they're 3-0. and Look, Notre Dame's not very good this year, right? They're 1-2. and Yeah. Don't be shocked if North Carolina loses by two touchdowns because Mac Brown has a tendency to lose to the jersey, not the players. Okay, we're now losing our entire audience because we're talking our about – Our audience doesn't football. care. I mean, they we, love we could it. Easily, we could one, easily person, into, one person told you this, and you believe that's the whole We audience. could easily go into Kansas <laughs> being 3-0, and then we'll really I lose know. everybody. All the, uh, do you see all the basketball schools are undefeated? Yeah, that's that. For that's the first amazing, time in the history of college football, all the quote-unquote basketball schools are undefeated three games. Yeah, well, it's going to change this weekend because Kansas plays Duke. Right. Yeah. So somebody in, in, in football, and it's a big game. Who knew? <laughs> right. Who knew? <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, so big reveal coming up on this week's show, and we have one of the two partners. So, partner number one, we see you, and as soon as partner number two is on, we will begin 
the reveal here on wow. this will be a lot of fun all right so while we got a couple of minutes this is a, a regular episode Any, anything with meet jeff and bernie anything going on in your life <laughs> just trying to deal with this house man yeah and we've got we've got to fix our deck now we had a board <laughs> it all comes in threes man so now the deck has to get fixed you know we're still dealing with the water damage and all that stuff yeah. so one thing leads uh, to another it's a it's a straight up disaster here in, Adult, uh, in the ATL. Adulting. Uh, adult, adulting is no fun. You and I have talked about this on the phone. It is no fun. And poor Julie's having to deal with most of it because, you know, she bought this place in her name before I moved in. So it's, I feel bad for her. It's, it's a nightmare. Yeah. One, two, three nightmare street is what we call that in the biz. It's for sure. Yeah. Right. For sure. Yeah. Well, I've been I've been uh, conflicted this week. I, I, I keep going back and forth because um, it kind of hit me today in a sad way, because Noel, you know, my youngest, mm-hmm. is going to college. So we're going to ah. go up and she's thinking about Clemson. So we're going to go to a game with Trey, which would be a lot of fun, and she'll get a chance to look around. She's thinking about South Carolina and uh, in Alabama. So we're gonna we're gonna head off to Alabama for a game on October eighth. I think they play Vanderbilt. So hopefully, hopefully we can get tickets. But God, the thought, Bernie, of her being like seven hours away and having to drop her off that day—it for some reason it just hit me today. Man, that's gonna kill me. I told I told Kathy, I'm like, I'm preparing you right now. I'm gonna cry all the way back. Did home. you not remember when you got dropped? How how did that work for you? I was a mess. I mean, I only went I only went five hours away. And I was a mess going down because I was like, I mean, it, all of a sudden, like I panicked on my way down. I was Were you really? Literally, literally, I remember it like it was yesterday. I was driving in my dad's Pontiac Bonneville. That's how freaking long ago it was. And and we leave Iowa City, right? A place where I lived for 18 years and had all my friends, right? And yeah. as, as we're literally pulling out of the city limits, headed for Lawrence, Kansas, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, what the hell have I done? Like, I'm leaving everybody everyone and everything I know yeah. behind me literally in the rearview mirror. And I, and I, I was freaking out and it wasn't until I got down there and saw the campus, remembered how much I loved it, met people right away. But I was, oh, yeah. I was so, so now as a parent, knowing that she's going to have to go through that, especially she, with her being my is daughter she gonna have a and roommate? my youngest and my baby. Well, you don't know yet. Yeah. You don't know she yet. will. Yeah. I mean, yeah. She well, will. I mean, no, she'll have a roommate. I don't know if she, I meant, is she going with someone she knows? No, she she, no there's no one from her class at this point. That's uh, that's headed for Alabama. There are, there are a couple of girls that, that went down there from, from a couple of, uh, well, from last year, actually, who were seniors right. last year who went, but yeah, scary. Anyway, I loved that's, it. That's me I talking. loved, I loved being dropped off. Mom, I love you. I know you're watching, but I, I was literally like the scene in Braveheart where uh, Mel just screams freedom. I mean, that's what it, I mean, it was literally got dropped off the tears from both our mothers as me and I actually went with a friend of mine to Elon. And, and, and as our, as we got dropped off and they left, we just started rolling through that dorm, talking to people uh, I love before, that. before we knew it, met Michael Caine, sweet mate, AKA Ghostfinger. He had a fake ID off to Food Lion. We buy nine cases of beer, and it was on first day. <laughs> it, it, it was on. I love that. That's awesome, man. Yeah. So I it was. That. It was crazy. All right, we got we got both of our uh, both both of our guys on. So, um, but let's let's. I want I want to talk more about that. No, oh, dude. Another it was yeah. that'll be that'll Absol- be a lot of fun. Absolutely, yeah. Especially right. since you're getting ready to go through it, we should. I know. All right, let's get this underway. A uh, huge reveal, and again, the fact that this is not totally out there yet, I'm I'm surprised. But let's let's bring in our first guest. He is the pride of Hamlet, North Carolina. 
is currently sitting at number four in the world rankings. Second all-time winningest player in ACL history. 16 career titles, including seven national wins. Um, great story. He actually started playing the sport at the age of 15. At the age of 17, he said to himself, you know, if I start playing this sport, uh, and, and if I start practicing, and I, and I practice every day for a year, I wonder how good I can be. And I've told the story on the air before. And it wasn't just maybe three years later, maybe a little bit longer, that uh, after he decided to practice every day for a year, sure enough, he became the 2020 singles world champion and the man of the year. Please welcome back to Borderline, our friend of the show, Jamie Graham. What's up, fellas? What is up? All right. Hey, Jamie, please tell me that story is true, and I didn't just make that shit up on the air. <laughs> did, did I make that up? Did, yeah. did you really tell me that? Yeah, yeah, I told you that. Okay, good. Hold, hold on, Jeff. Because I've told it a couple of times, and I've told yeah. so many stories on the air. Now I'm like, wait a second. I'm like, that's a really cool story. Did I just make that shit up, or is that real? Je yeah, Jeff, yeah. I have I have to give uh, I, I have to give Jamie free time here. I kind of blasted him Monday night when uh, Kaylee did her reveal. Apparently, he was sitting right there. So I, I asked Kaylee how awesome it was to go head to head against Jamie and win at Airmail City in the finals. So now I have to ask oh. Jamie. How bad did that suck going head to head against Kaylee and losing in the finals? Way to go, Bernie. You know, he's just not <laughs> on the show with us. Like, we don't want him to hang up on us. No, nah, you're honest, such a it dick. Didn't suck, bro. I, uh, I mean, everybody keeps saying that. And, like, I know it's a joke, but honestly, I was happy for her to win because it seems like all year I have more opportunities and more higher percent chances on winning. Uh, these bigger events and um, it, I was actually just proud of her the way she threw and uh, finished the whole tournament and win $25,000. Um, so, I mean, it did, it definitely didn't suck, but uh, <laughs> I mean, everybody talks about it, but that that's the only thing that sucks is it keeps going on and on. <laughs> People, jackasses <laughs> like me talking about it. Yeah. But I, I, who I told it the, uh, at Shamar's, I told several people though that I was happy for her for uh, for winning and I'm um, proud of her. Awesome. Well, even even though Bernie man, I believe you. I believe you that you're honest with this as well because <laughs> because but seriously though, Jamie, I remember you and I've told you this. I remember you telling me a couple years ago that you said, "Listen, Kaylee's really good. Like if if she dedicates herself, gets past her nerves, she's gonna be better than me one day." I remember oh, you yeah. telling me that. Yeah, I think she definitely has the potential. Um, I think. The only thing that's holding her back is herself with her nerves and stuff. And uh, I can't teach her that. The only thing I can teach her is the mechanics about cornhole and all that. But she has that down. So it's kind of hard to teach her anything. I mean, she has to overcome that herself. Um, I, everybody has to do it. I did it. I had to overcome it. I mean, I remember my first time on TV. And uh, I'm pretty sure it was juniors against Josh. And I killed him like four days before that, before like it was in a regular room and then TV hit and uh, I couldn't even fill the bag. I was so nervous <laughs> and I got demolished. And uh, I just remember I was like, man, I can, this can never happen again. This is embarrassing, but um, I overcame it. And I think everybody reaches a point and they overcome it too. So she will too. All right, let's get, let's get to this. Uh, let's get to this reveal. And without giving it away, um, is this, is this, 
um, I don't, again, I don't want to give it away yet, so I'm trying to, to choose my words carefully here. Do you feel like this is going to be a surprise? Like, was there like wh- what did you consider during the offseason as far as what you were looking for in a partner, whether you wanted to stay with Matt, whether you didn't? Bags like, well, like what, what was part of your decision process with, with uh, this reveal? So, um, I want consistency. Um, I want somebody that no matter who I play with, that I can play years to come. Not just, I don't like this playing with somebody, switching, playing with somebody, switching. Like, I, I just don't think you, you get a bond together. Uh, whether or not your friends are like best friends, you talk every day outside of Coral, it's just the bonds on the boards and uh, you get that chemistry just on the boards. And I think that's big in this game. And um, so basically just that consistency of playing with that person a lot. That's that's an interesting point you bring up because the last two weeks, right, all we've seen are all these announcements and all these players that are playing with with different partners. And some of it's cool, right? I mean, I, I think, for example, we talked about Kaylee a second ago. I think I think her partner and Tyler Porthris, I think that was a great get for her going into this pro season. But I do like the fact that certain players are like, "Look, we've got to figure this out together." You know, right. we've, we've we've got we've got to make this you know through one season into another season into another season, and then maybe we get past whatever issues that we have as a team. Quite frankly, I don't think you and Matt have had many issues considering how consistent you guys have been. But you know, just just finding that level of consistency, like you're talking about with a partner, I think I think means a lot. I, I mean, I think it's cool for me and Jeff to have all these announcements and to, and to talk about all these different partners. But I think at the end of the day, I think it, it makes better sense for teams to kind of stay together unless, unless there's just an issue that can't be resolved, whether it be bags or personality issues. Right. It, it all comes down to business at the end of the day. Like um, that's another thing I look at uh, for partners is can this person help me make more money or can this person because, I mean, it's business. I mean, you of course you have friends in this game, but if that's all you care about, then, I mean, it's just hard, yeah. it's hard to do that if you want to make money. And especially me, I do it for a living, so I have to look at the business aspect of it. But, uh, yeah. Jamie, one more thing real quick. Do you feel like this is going to be a surprise when people hear this here in just a second? I think it's going to be 50-50. Um, because uh, of all the rumors I've heard, I've heard so many rumors and um, different people saying this and that. But uh, yeah, I think it'll be 50 50. All right, let's get to it. One more more thing. You know that you're good when there's lots of rumors about you. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? People people don't talk about people that suck. Right, correct. That's true. You and I kind of talked about that a little bit on Ventura. I mean, you you yeah. literally had people coming up and taking your picture. Uh, you don't want to take their picture with you, and, and which is and really having... strange. Yeah, like no, I'm, I'm talking higher. to Jamie. I'm not. I'm talking <laughs> to Jamie, not you. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's get to this. Without further ado, the doubles partner for Jamie Graham for the 2022-2023 season will be Matt Guy. There he is. There he Welcome is. back to the show, Matt. I think he said, didn't he say he lost, I have lost sound? I can't hear anything. <laughs> yeah. In the meantime, so Jamie, I will ask you while we're trying to get Matt's audio working. 
So, I mean, what was there really like how much discussion was there? How much did you guys talk behind the scenes? I mean, was this just a no brainer? You guys knew you were going to stick together. Were you, were you both mutually willing to maybe accept, you know, ha- having another partner to work with? Like what were your conversations like during the off season? So I knew Matt one. I mean, I know Matt and Brett, I mean, father and son duo would be nasty in the ACL and, uh, for years to come, and I knew that was on his mind. And I told you uh, back at the last national we won, uh, brought it up in the car about, so do you want to run it back next year? And he was like, if we win Worlds, I'll think about it. Well, we didn't win Worlds, so um, I don't know. Means we got unfinished business. <laughs> yeah, unfinished business. There we go. And uh, so, I mean, if you look at, like, I kind of explained it to Anthony about like why I think we should stay together and how powerful we could be in the ACO as a team. And I, there was going to be no grudges if he chose Brett, because I understand that's his son. I completely understand that. But I think Jason also pitched out something of why we should stay together for fire and Eric and Brett. I mean, I don't even know why Brett wants to play with Matt. He's in one 150 <laughs> between Eric. Like, it makes no sense. Like, I, I mean, they they literally, uh, what, they won 100 this year and 50 last year. Yeah, so 150 yeah. as a team in just two tournaments. Like, yeah. I haven't even won close to that with Matt. Uh, Brett. <laughs> nope. Well, you might this year, though. With, with what I'm paying you to be my partner, you might get that much this year. That's why I still have a job. I got to pay to keep your ass on my team. <laughs> So again, for those who don't know, so Matt Guy is the all-time winningest player in ACL history with 18 career titles, 11 nationals. Jamie's right behind him. Jamie has has 16. Matt's son, Brett, is also on that list. He has nine career titles, and Brett is one of the top players. Brett plays with Eric Davis. Brett Guy and Eric Davis have won back-to-back pro shootout championships so that's why that's what jamie's talking about for those of you who don't know so jamie's like jamie's like why why would why would why would brett and eric want to break that up because i've already won back to back but again matt obviously you and brett have history father and son playing together obviously the the family chemistry is there so i I don't think people would have been surprised if you guys um had teamed up together but you know before before and we had some technical issues so before you could hear us jamie was talking about the importance of of consistency and there are a lot of players who are changing partners every year um trying to catch lightning in a bottle how much how much did the consistency how much of the chemistry you know just and wanted to run it back again how much did that play in your decision um, I mean, it, it definitely plays in my decision, but you know, I've got the ultimate confidence in Jamie's game as well. I do in mine and man, when we're clicking, uh, good luck beating us is all I can say when we're clicking, we're obviously we're not clicking all the time, but, um, I mean, when I look down on that end, I've got no worries that business is going to be taken care of on that end. So it's up to me to take care of business on my end. That's the way I look at it. What is what is your Jamie? What is your chemistry like? We we were just talking earlier this weekend when we were talking with Eric Anderson and Timmy Jonas, and the first thing that Eric said was chemistry that he was looking for. Second was bags. So what is your chemistry like with Matt? How much do you guys communicate? How important is that when you guys are playing together? So outside of Cornwall, I wouldn't say like we communicate all the time at all. But 
chemistry on the boards, I think is, we're building it as a team, um, especially running it back this year. I think it's going to be even stronger. But um, it goes back from the very first tournament I played with Matt for fire. Um, pretty sure it was Myrtle Beach Open. I was super nervous, even though that I knew how good I was. It was just the fact of the pressure on me playing with the GOAT, basically. And all in my mind, I'm like, don't mess up. Don't embarrass yourself playing with that. <laughs> and and it really, like, I didn't play good that tournament at all. And I and after that tournament, I was like, why are you doing this? Like, you're one of the best, too. Like, just as good as Matt when you're on. So just play your end, play your game, and you'll be fine. And that turned into multiple national wins with Matt. Um, this year, multiple national wins with Matt. So um, I would like to say our chemistry is really good on the board for sure. So you bring up the chemistry question. So when we first started playing, you know, I, I looked at Jamie. I'm like, dude, you're the world champion, great player. I'm the GOAT, great player. You play your game. I play my game. You want my opinion to ask? If I want your opinion, I'll ask. Otherwise, you play your game and I'll play mine. You know, I go, go for some airmails. I go for some airmails where he looks at me like, why? But that's, <laughs> that's, the, that's the way I play. That's, that's the way I play. Everybody knows it. <laughs> That, that's a that's a great point, Matt. Matt, how much how much do you coach Jamie? How much does how much does he look to you for coaching, if at all? Uh, I mean, not a ton, you know. But he will. There's times where he'll stop and he'll be like, "Hey, what do you think I should do here?" And I'll give my opinion. Sometimes it's yeah, yeah, okay, I'll do that. And other times, like, no, nah, I'm going to do this, and I'm fine with it. You know, he asks my opinion, I give it. What he does from there is it's up to him, and vice versa, same way. I usually don't ask for his opinion, though. I just go for it. <laughs> All right. I've, got, I've, got, I've got a question for you guys, and, and I know he wants to hear his name said. How much is Jason McCannon involved in keeping you guys together, or was he involved at all? Yeah, so I had conversation with Jason about that, and, um, you know, he felt it was best for fire if we keep things as is. And after talking to him, yeah, I was like, you know what? I think that is the best thing for fire right now. So, yeah, let's let's keep it rolling. And, of course, I t we talked with Eric and Brett. They were, you know, everybody's involved in this decision, right? And that, after talking to Jason and seeing his point of view from where he's at as the business owner and our main sponsor, it was like, yeah, okay, let's, let's run it back. Jamie, what was your conversation like with, with Jason? Or was it all together? It, all together. Um Jason, I mean, he was big time involved. Uh, like I said earlier, he pitched something um, to make it make sense of why we should stay together for fire as a unit, like as a whole. And uh, I think it all made sense. Um, I told y'all or Anthony a while back, I said me and Matt together could do very, very great things for ACO and uh, become something very big. So like in five years, if we're still together, people go to, they're like, American Corn League, but they're also like Matt and Jamie, the the legendary team for American Corn League. So I think that's big and uh, earlier consistency. So Jason, um, he wants it. He thinks he's always said me and Matt are the best to play this game and uh, think it's best for fire. So, yeah. All right. Speak, speaking of Jason McCannon, one, one quick thing. I know I, I, I had to say his name. He gets mad at me. When we're when we're on site, and I don't say his name enough about fire bags, but uh, is it nice to have that loud of a voice? Because when you guys are playing, and for those folks at home that don't know, maybe three of you, 
when these two guys play together or individually when they're playing singles, the rest of the room is usually pulling against them, right? Because really? you guys are <laughs> – I don't know. Have you, have, you, have you noticed that, Matt? No, no, no. <laughs> I have to start paying attention. <laughs> but when all that's going on, there's that one loud voice. Jason McCannon's always pumping you guys up. Do you even hear him? Is he just yelling to hear himself yell, or do you guys appreciate hearing his voice? It's the beer talking, Bernie. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I wear earbuds. I think Jamie, you wear earbuds too, right? Yeah. So yeah, it's just, you know, it's just, you know, I'm I'm jamming to my 80s rock. That's all yeah. I know. <laughs> Jamie, do you ever hear him? Uh not when I wear headphones, but you can see him. You can see him. <laughs> Look yeah. over at him. He's like his mouth wide open, saying something, so you yeah. can definitely hear him. Well, you know, I, I've made I've made the comparison several times, and Jamie, it was our conversation at the beginning of this past year that got me thinking about this this comparison, this analogy, whatever you want to call it, of cornhole to NASCAR with the communication with the crew chief and the team owner, and that's what Jason is to you guys. He's the team owner. He's the Rick Hendrick. He's Good the, analogy. The, the guy that you guys go to when you need to make changes to your car. And and and, uh, and Jamie, I had a chance to talk to you about this because of, you know, you were honest with Jason and went to him and said, listen, I, I, I need to change this. Matt, how, Matt, how, how I mean, the, the sport has evolved so much. I mean, like, it, it's hard to believe that we've gotten to this point here in Cornwall where that relationship is critical. The fact that you guys can go to your team owner to make changes in a bag, to make changes in strategy, you know, to have conference calls, whatever. It's such a business. Like what, what, what is that like having someone like Jason McCannon behind you guys? Um, so generally I tell Jason and then I follow up a Rachel and then it happens. Yeah. yeah that's <laughs> generally how that goes. Jamie knows. <laughs> so true. That's how I got you both on. I tried calling Jason. He didn't answer. I called, I said, what the hell am I doing? I'm going to call Rachel. I called Rachel. Rachel's like, I'll make it happen. <laughs> but, that is um, awesome. Actually, actually, I was just talking to Jason yesterday about our new car for this coming year, the, the bag I want. So, yeah. <laughs> but that's great though. Wasn't it mad? I mean, to be able to have oh, communication. I mean, it's, it's crazy that the sport has gotten to this. Yeah. So I, I called him and I said, Hey, here's, here's what I think I want for next year. And you know, well, actually I, there's a few weeks ago we talked about this. So I called him yesterday to follow up and I was like, has the new bag been made yet? And he's like, no, not yet. He's like, I tell you what, they'll have them. I'll have them make some prototypes of it and get them out to you and Jamie. So I was like, cool, right away. Cool. Awesome. So we should have, should have them next week. How, so how that's, that's awesome to have that. How, how different are like, all right. So the people at home that don't know, these guys are like any other athlete. Yes, they could pick up pretty much any bag and play well. Mm -hmm. But if you get something so designed perfectly for your hands and for your throw and the way you want it to interact with the board, yep. you become unbelievably elite and talented players. Like how, how important is that feel in your hands? Like how different are, are we talking that the, the bags feel drastically different in your hands? Or is it just that minute little bit that makes a difference? Man, you know, it's funny you say that, Bernie, because I've always said, because, I mean, I've been playing for 22 years, right? So I've played with everything that's ever been, right? Right, right. And my mindset as always was just give me the bag. It's up to me to throw it down the middle. That's the way it's always been, and that's still my mindset. But, like, when the incinerators came out, I mean, well, you've seen this year my PPR went, whoop, Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. just 
everything that that slow side of that incinerator plays just fits into my game perfectly. So I want to change the other side of that bag. I want to keep that slow side of the incinerator, but I want a different side on the other side. So that's the new bag we're working on. But, but yeah, just to have, I mean, it's all part of if you're confident, you're going to be good, right? So Absolutely. having that right bag just makes you confident. Yeah, I, I've yet to find that right bag. Yeah, I don't think there is one, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, don't th- I don't think there is, unfortunately. Yeah, we've tried a lot of different ones. It ain't working. <laughs> hey, Jamie, how, how much um, how much pride is there and how much rivalry is there getting to be in the sport with bag manufacturers. We're, I mean, we're going to have Mark Pryor on. I've had great conversations with Mark. Can't wait to, to talk to him. For those who don't know Mark, uh, you know, we've been talking about Jason McCann, and, and basically he's the owner, founder of Fire. Mark Pryor is that for Ultra. Ultra's been around a long time. Huge, huge bag manufacturer with great players. And we're going to have Mark on probably in the next couple of weeks, and, and we'll we'll talk to him about the same thing. But are, are you starting to feel, Jamie, I mean, a rivalry between Ultra, BG, uh, fire some of these other bag manufacturers? I wouldn't say that. Um, I think Jason's friends with every one of them. Like, he's friends with about everybody. I've never seen – there's only a couple people he might not like, but bag manufacturers, I mean, he's pretty cool with all of them. Um, Hennessy, um, Rich and Graham. I mean, I don't think there's a robbery, but uh, I think you got the five tops – uh, top big dogs. You got like Fire or Cornhole, BG, Ultra, um, Reynolds, Reynolds, and I guess you could have Contraband in there. Um, all corn. I don't know if you said all cornhole, but he that's, did. That's, yeah, yeah. yeah. But yeah, um, I, and I guess I guess I don't mean necessarily. I, I don't mean rivalry in a negative way, like y'all hate each other. I just mean is there a sense of pride? Like you want to win it for you, you want to win it for you yeah. and Matt, and you want to oh, win it for yeah. Fire. Like, are you starting to feel that? Oh yeah, for sure. Um, From day one, especially when Fire came out and came out with me, Matt, Brett, and Eric as the four, the two teams, and everybody was talking about it. He's paying this play. He's just paying them to come throw fire bags and all this. And like, as much as we've won, and people still talk smack about the bags and. I just don't. I don't understand it. I'll stay away from that on Facebook because I don't want to argue with idiots. But that's that's for me coaching him, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> stay away. Stay away from social media. It's, it's good. It's good to post your own stuff, but don't get caught up in the in the in the garbage. No, no, no. So definitely proud for sure for winning for your your company. Because uh, I mean, it's always awesome when fire wins that weekend, especially the weekend where I won doubles and singles at that national, Jason had the biggest smile on his face knowing that his bags were there for both. And Kaylee and Megan won the women. So, I mean, fire was everywhere that weekend. And uh, I think it is, yeah, prod plays a factor for sure. Yeah. I, I The reason why I ask is because I can see it. I mean, I can see your guys' body language. And, and I know at the exact moment you were talking about, I saw that smile on his face. And again, that was, that was, I don't mean to say Rick Hendrick, Rick Hendrick is on a different level, but, but you, you get, you get when I, when I say Rick Hendrick, I'm just saying that name because we all know it, you know, after one of his guys wins a race, he's got that smile, that smile of pride. And I love seeing that. I mean, Matt, you got to be feeling that too, right? I mean, I've heard you yell after you win, you know, you know, fire 
All I mean, fire I know, I know finals. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So, you know, you, you say that, Bernie, and there's the other side of that, too. When I don't perform well, like in the finals at the World Championship, when I played Mark, I just did not perform well. And, my man, I felt like I just totally let Jason down 100%. So there's, there's the side when you win, the pride that, yes, we won for fire. And then there's also that side of, damn it, I sucked and I wanted to win for fire and you yeah. didn't. So there's two sides of that, you know. Yeah. I, I, think, I think Jason just loves the fact that you guys are on TV. Oh, well, no doubt. No <laughs> doubt. But, you know, so you bring up the bad question, Jeff, real quick. So, so you look at the bad companies, you look how fire sponsors their players and you look how uh, Mike Hennessy sponsors his players with lucky bags and then how all the other bad companies just have players galore. So there's, Bad companies going at players different ways. You know what I mean? You got you got Absolutely, Lucky and Fire yeah. bringing in certain players, whereas you got say All Cornhole and and um, Ultra with you know how many players they sponsor fifty. You know, yeah. so there's different that, ways they all go about it too. That is a great point, and that's why we want to have Mark on because you're right. Yeah. You got you got somebody in the sport like Jason McCannon. He's going after the top players in the sport. Yeah. Uh, Mike Hennessy signing Mark Richards, the number one player in the world. And, I mean, he's yeah. going after the, the, the top player. No bones sure. about it. And then sure. you're right. You got Mark Pryor, who's kind of spreading it amongst the top 25, amongst the top 50. And, mm -hmm. you know, wh which, which, you know, it's going to be interesting five, 10 years from now to see right. how that, how that works. But you're right. And I can't wait to get Mark on and see, you know, what, what his philosophy is behind sure. that. All right. We're going to sure, run sure. out of time, but I, I've got to ask this question. All right. As far as rivalries go, Okay, Matt, all-time winningest player, 18 career titles, 11-time national winner. Jamie Graham, 16 all-time career titles, seven-time national winner. It, 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 am I making too much of this on the broadcast? I told Trey when he came up with these numbers, I freaking love this. I want to know who the Jack is of our sport. I want to know who the Tiger Woods is. You know, is. I want to know. I want to know where Phil Mickelson is. I want to know where some of these other guys are. I mean, does this mean anything to you guys, or are we making too much of this? No, I think it's cool. I like it. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you look at let's say twenty years from now, we look back at the stats, and I mean, you look at the Jordan, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, and all the stats, and how yes. uh, LeBron's passed so many people, and Jordan, and all this, and I think. For sure, in 20 years, when we look back at this, it's going to be very cool to see who was the most winningest player in the ACL by the time in 20 years. Because, I mean, Matt's going to be about 75, hurt back. <laughs> and so, still still playing in seniors, by the way. <laughs> what I about you, Matt? I mean, what, I mean, Matt, obviously, I mean, you, you've been known for a long time as the GOAT. As yeah. the all-time career titles leader, now you got Jamie too behind you. I mean, how much? I mean, do, how much do you want? How much do you have that lack for? You know, pardon the pun. Fire to stay on top and keep that keep that number and stay stay number one. Honestly, I got to say, I I don't pay much attention to that until I hear you guys talking about it. I really don't, because <laughs> my goal is just to go out and win every tournament I can. That's my goal, right? And let the chips fall as they may. But you know. I, I will say there's a little bit of <clears throat> what's the word I want to say pride behind what I've done because you look at this younger generation and Jamie's in that that have come up dude cornhole is their life that's all they do you know you talked about you know when Jamie came on he talked about if I practice every day can I'd love to see I'd love to practice every day for a year and see how good I could actually get I really would 
but I'm not in that position of life. Whereas you got Jamie and all these youngers, man, once they, once they get that in them, that's all they do. And that's their whole life is throwing bags. So I look at me as this guy that gets to practice this much and I can still hang with him. So that's the kind of little bit of pride I take into it is that. <laughs> well, for what it's, for what it's worth, when we, as we get 20 years down the road, I'll be that guy talking to someone about the younger generation going, yeah, but you never saw a Mac guy. You never saw Jamie Grant. <laughs> you, know, you just didn't see him. I know what you're talking about with this kid. He's good. Yeah. He's good. But you never saw them. Sure. For sure. <laughs> but, and that, that's what I, that's what I like about this number. And maybe it's just with me being a baseball guy as everyone knows I'm a baseball guy and I love stats. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we're talking about Aaron judge this, this year, right? He's got Bernie. How many home runs? I think he has 60, 60. 59, 60, 60 home runs and, and, and they want him to get to 62. You know I mean? That's just, that's just a number that people strive for. I like sure. numbers in sports. So I, I just, I just love that we have that. All right. Just a couple minutes left. So coming up here in 2022, 2023. So Jamie, we'll start with you. What, 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 what will be the focus for you and Matt? I mean, is, is there any communication of, Hey, this is what we need to do. This is what we need to improve. Or at the end of the day is cornhole still just, just an individual sport and you just got to do you. Um, I want us to win the world championship, man. I mean, Two years, we have literally threw so good all season. And I think we threw good at the World Championships, too. I just – I didn't give my best couple games and kind of blew it. But, uh, dude, I, I think we're, we're good enough to win all the nationals. And I want to start strong this year. Back two years in a row, we have not started strong the very first national. And um, that's what I want to do. I want to, I want to win the first national right off the books. What about you, Matt? Same question to you. I mean, what, what, what are you going to be focused on? What will you talk to Jamie about in the off season, or will you talk at all? Is it, is it, again, is it just, is it just on you individually playing well at the same time? Yep. That's pretty much what it is. It's on me playing my game as playing his game to the best of our ability. And if we're on, then good luck, like I said earlier, but I mean, you know, it's simple. I look him in the look him in the eye with two words: kick ass. Let's go. That's the goal. <laughs> All right, solid way to wrap up. Unfortunately, we're out of time. We can go two hours with you guys. Seriously, yeah. I have so many more questions <laughs> left. But uh, hey, congratulations! Love you guys are sticking uh, together, running it back again here for this upcoming season. I, I, I truly appreciate appreciate your friendship, your time, your knowledge, your patience with me to ask you stupid questions. So, thank you so much for everything you guys do uh, for me on my end. Congratulations on staying together and good luck this year. All right, fellas. Appreciate it. All right. Good luck, boys. Thanks, guys. Thank you. All right. We'll see you guys later. All right. All right, Matt Guy and Jamie Graham. All right. We got uh, about 90 seconds left. So, I mean, really, do, do you feel like there's going to be people surprised about this? or Some. I don't think they'll be shocked. I don't think shocked would be a good word. I think there's some that, w- that were thinking, well, Matt's going to go back to Brett and they're going to switch some things up. But I don't, yeah. I mean, when you look at like, I think they both feel like they had, I wouldn't say a down year, but a year where they left stuff on the table. And yet you're still talking about one of the top three teams in the world, basically. Yeah. Right. So yeah. I, I think they both feel in their heart of hearts that you could have a grand slam type of season with the, with that type of team. Oh right? yeah. Winning all the nationals in the world championship. I feel love that, that, love I that. Feel, you know, I love those crossover terms, grand yeah. slam. You're right. I mean, yeah. that's, that's out there. No one's I, done that. I, I, no one's done that yet. And I, I don't know if it's possible because of how deep the field is now, 
But if there is a team that could do it on the double side, that would be one of the four or five that would be in that conversation. Yeah. All right, dude, we got to run. Hey, thank you so much to Jamie and to Matt and to Jason. Well, not to Jason, but to Rachel for <laughs> for, set, for setting this up and for having this reveal uh, with, with Fire Cornhole, with Matt and Jamie. And as always, thanks so much for watching, everybody. And we will talk to you guys again next week. Talk to you later, Bernie. See you, buddy. Bye, man.